What is going on, everyone? My name is Colin, also known as The Decade Investor, and welcome back to The Decade Investor Podcast. Now, this episode, I'm going to talk about something that affects all of us, something that's been affecting us forever, but a lot more in the last few years. And what is that? That is inflation. Inflation, inflation, inflation. It's been the topic of a lot of conversations. You go to the store and prices are inflated. You go get a haircut, prices are inflated. You go anywhere and things cost more money. The reason that you can't buy as much today than you could yesterday, than you could last year, than you could five years ago, that is due to inflation. But what is inflation and how does it work? Inflation is the decrease in the purchasing power of money reflected in a general increase in the price of goods and services in an economy. Basically, what that means is the U.S. dollar is decreasing in terms of purchasing power, but that decrease is reflected in a general increase in the prices of goods and services. A $1 bill will always be $1. A $100 bill will always be $100, but the prices of goods and services are increasing. So what you can buy with that $1, with that $100 bill, gets less and less. If we look at a cup of coffee, for example, in 1970, let's say that cup of coffee cost 25 cents. In 1980, so 10 years later, that cup of coffee cost 45 cents. In 2000, it cost $1. In 2022, let's say it cost $1.85. So from 1970 to 2022, in this example, the price of coffee increased by $1.60. That is the slow and steady increase in prices of goods and services, which is then reflected upon a decrease of purchasing power of the US dollar. What causes inflation? Inflation is caused when the money supply grows too big relative to the size of the economy. Meaning, as the money supply is increased, which in the last couple years, since really 2020, since COVID, the US dollar supply has increased insane. I have a graph I'm looking at here. Obviously, this is a podcast, which is audio, you can't see it, but it is increased drastically. So when the money supply increases relative to the size of the economy, the value of the currency, in this case, the US dollar, decreases, which again means purchasing power falls and prices rise. That means every single day that money is created, every single day that inflation is around, every single dollar bill that you have buys you less and less and less. Now to look at some data of how inflation has affected us recently. Inflation is measured by two different things. There's CPI and PCE. CPI stands for Consumer Price Index. PCE stands for Personal Consumption Expenditures. I'm going to go ahead and use CPI here. Year over year. So from August 2012 to August 2013, CPI, which is inflation, increased by 1.5%. That is roughly what it's kind of been, right? Around that 1%, 2 3% range, a little bit around there, some years higher, some years less, right? From April 2016 to April 2017, prices increased 
by about 2.2%. That was CPI. But if we go to, let's go June 2021 to June 2022, CPI, the data recorded increases of 9.1%. 9.1%. September 2021 to September 2022, CPI was 8.2%. So really in the last 20 years, 25 years, this inflation number, the CPI data is the highest it's ever been. The amount of money being printed increased in 2020. Because of that, prices of goods and services slowly increased. Because of that, purchasing power falls. Because of that, all that thrown together, inflation is up. Inflation is high. Now, I don't want to say this all, this whole entire episode to scare you to say inflation is going to come and destroy your wealth. It could, but one inflation hedge, meaning one way to hedge against inflation, historically speaking, one way is through the stock market. Now there's no guarantees, but over the long term, historically, the S&P 500 has outpaced inflation. I ran some numbers from 1960 until 2023. So I took each year, the S&P returns from 1960 to 2023, as well as every year's inflation, every year from 1960 to 2023, the S&P 500 outpaces inflation over the long term. The average S&P 500 return, just straight returns, not including dividends reinvested, just straight returns, from 1960 to 2023 is 8.40%. The average inflation number over that same time frame is 3.77%. So historically speaking, the average return of the S&P 500, just straight returns, not looking at dividends reinvested, outpaces inflation by a little under 5% per year on average. So inflation although it is at its recent highs, although it takes a $14 haircut and turns it into a $20 haircut, it turns a $7 chicken breasts into $11 chicken breasts. Whatever the case is, inflation is the slow and steady or sometimes rapid increase in prices of goods and decreases our purchasing power of money. So that $1 bill that you have in your pocket, that $100 bill you have in your pocket will always equate to $100. But as inflation is here, and it's been here, it's not anything new, it's just been at elevated numbers. But as inflation continues, tomorrow, what that $1 can buy you will be a little bit less. And the next day, it'll be a little bit less. That's what inflation is. So for me, I am 25. I have a long time until I'm going to need this money. And I know if I just keep it in a savings account, paying me a few percent when inflation's more than that, in technicality, I'm losing money. Now, the money's growing in the savings account, but the purchasing power of that money is decreasing. I know that if I want to at least try to attempt to outpace inflation over the long term, at least historically speaking, the stock market is one avenue to do that. Inflation is here to stay, and it's always going to be something to think about. Some years, it's going to be high. Some years, it's going to be low. But every time the money supply is increased, prices rise and purchasing power decreases. 
So keeping cash over the long term means $10,000 today will not buy the same amount of goods that $10,000 in 10 years will. That is due to inflation. Let me give you an example. Everyone knows, or a lot of people know at least, the Costco hot dog. The Costco hot dog was introduced in 1984. In 1984, the Costco hot dog was priced at $1.50. This got you the hot dog and the drink. I'm sure there's some people listening right now that say, yeah, I love the Costco hot dog. I do too. 1984, $1.50. 2024, guess the price of the Costco hot dog. I'll give you a second. The price of the Costco hot dog in 2024 is still $1.50. The CEO and founder said, we're never going to change the price of the Costco hot dog. But if we were to run the numbers on what inflation has been since 1984, the Costco hot dog priced at $1.50 then should be priced at $4.08, but it's still priced at $1.50, but it should be priced at $4.08. That is inflation in real time. So $1.50 in 1984 and $1.50 in 2024, what they look like is the same. It's a dollar bill and 50 cents, two quarters. But what that buys you, minus the Costco hot dog, what that buys you in 1984 versus 2024 are drastically different. That is what inflation is. That is how inflation affects us. And historically, one way to hedge or at least attempt to beat or stay ahead of inflation is through the stock market. That is the route I've chosen. Thank you all for listening. My name is Colin, also known as The Decade Investor. If you enjoy the podcast, please be sure to share it with a friend. But thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.